Uh, <laughs> no, how's things? How how are you doing? Uh, uh, I'm all right. Yeah. Um, I, I have a new hobby, which is really? embroidering titties. Oh hell <laughs> so, yeah! Oh yeah. all right. I okay. love it. Yeah, hoping that'll we go will. well for me. Yeah. Oh, well, is it we... like do you, do you like the big pieces with like an embroidering gun? Is it like the puff gun kind of thing? Or no, is no, like... it's just with little hands. Oh, okay, I'm trying cool. to make patches. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> well, we have space available. Uh, to start moving that merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. Between me and Julian Marie, it's just going to be like the, the titty oh, yeah. gallery. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Did you say that like that was in any way a bad thing? <laughs> no. No, I didn't. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, it's not terrible. Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various <laughs> potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which oh. they will now perform yes. for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called <laughs> Stab. Welcome to the Stab Show, the place life dumps its big stuff on the curb. Let's introduce tonight's panel. <clears throat> Our first panelist, Crochet's Toilet Seat Covers for the Weird. Uh, they're the producer of Friend Fiction. It's Melanie Ford. I didn't even know it was going to tie in. Oh. Our second panelist. Only ever uses his nunchucks for peaceful purposes. His ghost warm takes. It's Corey Berenger. And our third panelist once had a second thought, then decided never to do that again. His stab shows ace numero uno. It's Tyler Kinney. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Not angry, just annoyed. It's <laughs> my resting. Welcome to Stab, everybody. Uh, everybody. Uh, the Silver Linings Spellbook. I don't know what I do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there's too many intros. There's too many <laughs> stings on. I, there's too much. We got to dial this back. Uh, let's meet. And this is wobbling. It's gonna bother me. Uh, let, let's meet tonight's panel. Uh, hey. Hi. Oh, I turned myself off because I was gonna fix this while you while you spoke. Hi, Melanie. Hi. Oh, 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 okay. This is on no you. No pressure, that's fine. Um, and I'm back. How are you? Uh, I'm all right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and now I can't stop thinking about how I'm going to learn to crochet and then crochet <laughs> just dangling titties off the side of a, of oh. a toilet bowl. Oh, man. You know, oh, no, it would be good, but it would also be problematic. Like if they were on the tank, mm -hmm. it would prevent a uh, seat or lid from <laughs> smacking, uh, but also... It wouldn't stay up, so it would, uh, it's just so many logistics. Are you talking like a titty backrest? Yeah. Essentially. I think yeah. that would work. Yeah. Nice. It depends on how thick the fabric is, oh. but I, I yeah. think it could happen. Mm -hmm. Now I'm just thinking of, uh, of uh, <laughs> for planes, or just travel in general, um, uh, titty neck pillows. Oh, nice. <laughs> Just around here, and it, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you can have that. <laughs> that one's free. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I'm trying to figure out whether or not it counts as sexual harassment if you're not coworkers but co-plane passengers. Well, I think, think you can I harass so. strangers. <laughs> Is that the question? Because no. yes, I mean, yes, if it would, if it would make everybody feel better. You could then uh, like crochet a bikini top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except then you can change them accessories. Put some pasties oh man! On the, pasties on the titty neck yeah. pillow. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh, why am I not crocheting titties? <laughs> I have so many titty crochet ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Time to sell the comedy theater and just get oh. crocheting titties. <laughs> that implies there's value to this. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could part it out. I could probably make a couple yeah. bucks. Speakers, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. Happy to see you. Uh, Corey Berenger. Hey. You're not only doing your regular stuff, but extra stuff. I am doing extra stuff. It's so fun. Much. I'm doing yeah. a, a cool show we threw together uh, to kind of fill a space on the calendar yeah. uh, for tomorrow, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's just, it's for the most part, just a straight up like stand-up mm -hmm. showcase, uh, but I'm closing that out with uh, a few really sad songs. Sure. Because, like, why not? I'm allowed to do whatever you can I do want. Whatever the this is alt comedy, baby. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then, yeah, the usual stuff. Yeah. There had been questions, Corey, um, based on the poster. Yes. <laughs> sure. Let's acknowledge this. So the poster does feature me um, painted like a clown. Yes. I will not be appearing in white face clown makeup. I, I will not be doing that. 
Um, <clears throat> for one thing, I don't have the materials. Mm. I don't have the skill. Mm. I'm just I'm not a clown, but I love clowns. Okay. I'm, I'm passionate about collecting clowns. Jacqueline sure. and I, anyone who follows Jacqueline and I, will know that we we're very passionate about uh, sp specifically vintage clown art. Mm -hmm. um, so I just I, I wanted to see myself as a clown, and Jacqueline likes drawing me like a clown. Sure. So that's what the flyer is. Uh, right. But no, I will not be performing any clown material. Oh well, no, there. You're right. You didn't get notifications. There shows live. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was even a clown material. It was but just, just like dressing. You would as be a appearing, clown. yeah. As well, I think at by virtue of being dressed as a clown, any material mm -hmm. I did would be clown material. Like well, I, I would be a clown. Is know? is any song that Puddles performs a clown song? Definitely, he's a clown. <laughs> I like to think I see beyond that <laughs> <laughs> to the artist. I don't think he does. <laughs> yeah. He's a clown. <laughs> I saw him um, years back at a uh, short-lived festival, like before he kind of blew up. Mm -hmm. And he was—he uh, didn't—he wasn't even performing on one of the stages. Mm. Um, it was in Monterey, um, and he was performing in like a courtyard by the snacks and stuff. <laughs> nice. And it was just this bizarre happening. Like he was on the festival he didn't mm. just show up and start performing okay he was billed but like you you kind of just had to wander and find him it was cool it That's was awesome. very cool yeah very cool <sighs> i mean might be cool to have a clown tomorrow but <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's good to have you regardless now, will this be the first time that someone is disappointed by the absence <laughs> of a clown <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> might be <laughs> Uh, oh, and you could just go like full Caesar Romero with uh, yeah, the paint the over the mustache. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> that's no question. <laughs> All right. Well, and then music uh, in a couple weeks after that, a music show yes. that you're producing now as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, that, we've got a couple good. months of that book now. Oh, by shit. the way, yeah, we we've got uh, did Sunday help? We've got July and August yeah. al already set up, and then September is half booked. Okay. So we're yeah, we're just getting it done. That's cool. Well, good to have you. Oh, uh, and Tyler, there you are, over there in in Ken, Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good to see you. Good to have you, good as always. Here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, I had to. I was going to have to go to a popcorn festival in Indiana, but I was like, I got to write for this show. <laughs> oh. And the second they were gone, I made a drink and watched a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a popcorn festival. Yeah, in Indiana, it's, it's the middle of America. You know, like that's true. You, you gotta make your own fun. <laughs> I don't know. It was like a baby pools filled with popcorn. You could walk in. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but, I mean, maybe barefoot. No, but then you get the the, the husks. You stab me in the. Oh, did I say popcorn? I just normal corn. You know, oh. like hard corn, like cow corn. Okay. You guys know what cow corn? No. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I grew up on a farm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cow corn. Is that just is that more feed rather than okay. Yeah. Okay. I see. I kinda knew. Yeah. Just right there. Sure. Uh well, glad we could save you <laughs> from so much popcorn fun. <laughs> and technically that's that why would that be at a popcorn festival? You're not popping that. That's just corn. Yeah. It's a corn festival. It's it's pre popcorn. But would you would you pop cow corn? I mean I you could. Could, could you? I don't know. I don't <laughs> why know would you? It's it's more of why. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's always more why. Hey, you're trapped in a barn, and you just want to have a fun <laughs> night, and just instead of eating the raw corn, pop night. All right. But now, see, now all I can think of is how do you how do you pop that when you're trapped in a barn? Now it's I'm sending me off on on <laughs> flights of fancy. Just all of my whimsical thoughts now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, hey, Mickey, over there in the chat, we got a nice, uh, nice crowd uh, in the in the stream. Yeah. And. And they're all that matters. They are. Yeah. Because they're here. Yeah. You don't matter because you're not here. <laughs> Do they still matter when they're not here? Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's not get too existential, and uh, instead begin the show. Maybe that is too much. I'll keep turning it down gradually throughout the night. <laughs> I'm going to play the last one and nobody will even know. 
segment one, it's reorganization. It's still where we default because <clears throat> I'm what most youngs would, fairly enough, consider to be an old. I accept that. And as an old, I don't really like most new music. I try not to voice this because this is the final admission of old. But there's apparently a place where all the new music is made and or all the new ways to make music are made. The Center of New, mu <laughs> new Music and Audio Technologies, or CNMAT. Or at least I assume that's what they do. As usual, I have researched no further than the name alone. So how about we just uh, forget what this CNMAT might actually stand for or represent, and instead, you three, give me who or what else CNMAT might stand for or represent to you, Melanie. <laughs> that is the face of someone very confident and proud of what they've brought to the table. <laughs> I don't want to. Okay. CNMAT. Mm -hmm. Hey. Remember two weeks ago when we had rights to privacy and bodily autonomy and saying no to prayer? Ah, the good old days. A better olden time rooted in tradition. I remember back in my youth a month ago when as a queer person with a uterus, I had more rights than a gun. Hey, do you think a loaded gun counts as a pregnant gun? Does that make shooting a gun like the gun equivalent of firing babies at people? Do you think we could create the technology for unconsenting pregnant people to shoot babies from their wombs at 1,800 miles per hour? That would be a hell of a protest. I'm sorry, I got, I got distracted. Anyway, I want to go back to the before times, when Supreme Court justices at least pretended it was about consistent laws and not just Christo-fascist power. Let's be clear, as a queer person with a uterus that won't just be a masculine lesbian or whatever Turks are saying these days, Ruth, ba Ruth Bader Ginsburg likely fucking hated me. She at least hated Colin Kaepernick, and that's enough for me to commit libel on the dead. But the only thing stronger than her hate for a guy who literally just kneeled is her love for being that guy who is the only sensible voice of reason. But at least she gained her sense of self from being that guy. These dipshits are just openly contradicting themselves from one court case to the next, just dismantling this empire in record fucking time. It took 200 years for Rome to fall, but I'm thinking it might take us five. Go team! But I guess we could stop this collapse with a CNMAT, a court not made of American terrorists. <laughs> I just don't know how we get one of those anymore. The liberals keep saying we just got to vote, but that ignores all the gerrymandering and bullshit that has rendered our votes extremely weak. And the leftists keep saying it's time for revolution and assassination, but shooting people is hard for me. Because isn't it kind of like firing a gun baby at people? And isn't that kind of like gun abortion? How can I convince conservatives that life begins at packing the gunpowder and the metal in? Why do I keep getting caught on this? Oh, hold on. I just got an email. Oh, cool. It's Nancy Pelosi asking me for money again. I'm not even on her mailing list. Okay, that's it. I guess we'll just get our CNMAT in five years. Go team! Whee! <clears throat> um, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> the platform to safely express that rage. Uh... At the same time, it would be it'd be nice if this were a bigger show and I could fear Secret Service arriving right now. Yeah. But we're good. We're oh, <laughs> it's it's fine. Uh, that was a character. Yes. That was yeah. not my actual opinion. Nope. This is all just um, fiction. Fiction. Mm -hmm. What if, though, we uh, classified bullets as babies and the shooting of them became some sort of... Uh, yeah, that's where I was thinking they were going with it. Yeah. Was that, yeah. yeah or, I guess, not babies. Because once they're babies, it doesn't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. um, uh, ovum, yeah. maybe. B bullet fetuses. Yes, bullet fetuses. Yeah. There we are. Oh, good. I don't have to think of a name for this show now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> and uh, sadness. Uh, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> Corey. Yeah. Hey there. Yeah. Surely uh, you have something just <laughs> just as lighthearted. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. Mine's also pretty political, too. Yay! C-N-M-A-T. Um, yeah. Go, Corey. Candy nipples make a tit. You can write your mother about it. She'll say, hey, son, don't write me this smut. It is very inappropriate. Candy nipples. Hiya, folks. It's your old pal, titty-loving Tony. Back with another beloved appearance on this titty-rific podcast. As you might have just extrapolated from that hilarious jingle, I got a new job. 
I'm the official spokesperson extraordinaire for the sexiest candy available this side of the Mississippi. They call them candy nipples Mm -hmm. on account of them being shaped like nipples and made out of genuine sugar. These titties are sweet like molasses and bad for your teeth. The best part of this arrangement we got is they give me all the titties I can swallow. In fact, it's even become a problem as I've developed what doctors are calling the world's fastest case of toyminal diabetes. I lost my favorite foot for these titties. So you better buy some. Play the jingle again. Candy nipples, take it from Tone. He can't eat all these nipples alone, but he'll try his best. And if you eat the rest, then you'll split the prize in this titty contest. Candy nipples. Yeah. You know, just it feels like literally days ago. There was a talk of yeah of Tony making organic appearances in the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not not forcing Tony back into the program. I didn't, I didn't force him in. <laughs> I came up with candy nipples, and, and, and you then, can't not bring yeah, Tony out when candy I didn't nipples. Think finished. Tony and then create candy nipples. It was candy nipples. It was organic. It was natural. <laughs> it was meant to be. Yeah, and uh, don't get confused. Nothing organic about candy nipples. Mm, (laughs) So bad for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So bad. Sucralose, aspartame. uh, (laughs) The worst. Splenda. Just everything. (laughs) (laughs) Every fake sugar product. Asbestos? Why not? Yeah. (laughs) Let's get some asbestos in there. That keeps it all together. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Was that political? I don't know. Some I'll, we couldn't I'll show. I'll candy. let the stream decide. Yeah, we couldn't show candy nipples <laughs> on the stream. Yeah. I know that yeah. much. Think about it, man. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> Supreme Court. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, hey, um, I'm sure there's some sort of gulf of a middle ground between candy nipples and uh, <laughs> fetus bullets. <laughs> Let's see where on that spectrum. Uh, you've landed with your CM- CNMAT. Uh, congratulations. Now my ass tingles. <laughs> you guys ever have a human interaction? And then you enter into that human interaction thinking, this is a non-sexual human interaction. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> there is no way I'm going to have sex with any of these people. And they are highly unlikely to want to have sex with me. So, phew, I don't need to think about that. Mm-hmm. One less thing. And then someone says something nice to you, or does something nice, or has something nice, and then it's C-N-M-A-T. Congratulations, now my ass tingles. Mm -hmm. It's not their fault, but they did it to you. So whose fault is that, really? The notion enters your mind against your will, and now you have a tingle in and around your ass and perineum. (laughs) Now you got to stop looking at anyone's mouth, or it'll just get more intense. Just nod, don't look at anyone's mouth, and casually push your hips back to conceal the twitching in your genitals. Great. Now you're thinking about genital twitching, CNMAT, and even more this time, and also parts of my scrotum. You think, you th- you th- maybe you just step outside of this open casket funeral just to get some air. <laughs> you were only here to deliver the edible arrangement anyway. You don't know any of these people. There's no need to excuse yourself. Just get back in your van with the beaded seat cover. Great, great. CNMAT. Congratulations. Now my ass tingles again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Somebody was nice for a second. <laughs> mm. Um, and I do have to make sure that that, that word does get uh, to Tyler because now that's all I can think. Um, um, Mickey over here in chat. <laughs> I keep thinking that Tyler's talking into a mini mag light. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's not plugged. Yeah, it's a flashlight. <laughs> I can see that now, too. And now it's all I can see. And now my well, ass tingles. Segment two, pick up lines. Oh, this is not going to help. Mm. It's going <laughs> to keep spreading down the thighs, up the belly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, think about the tingle spread. Think about it. Uh, pick up lines. Love connections are weird. Hookups. Uh, while maybe arguably weirder, 
are a lot less stressful. Pickup lines generally don't lead to love connections. Few stories to grandkids about how Mima and Pop Pop met start with filthy innuendo. So go on, have a little irresponsible fun and fling them hookup conversation starters at the feet of your object of desire with your three parentheses. Number three, close parentheses. I don't have to do that. Uh, <laughs> best pickup lines. Two are from the following things. And of course, round we, and round we go as segment two is offed. Um, Melanie Ford, let's get pickup lines started. Uh, I, a little backstory. Um, I was going to give you uh, social anxiety until I searched social anxiety and found that I had already given you pickup lines from social anxiety. So that's why I keep all of the scripts and search them anytime I think I might be repeating myself. Uh, didn't expect it to be repeated the same thing in the same prompt to the same person mm -hmm. spread out over months, but there you go. Yeah, but now I, now I understand how you see me. So. <laughs> no, I think it tracks. I think it tracks. I'm, I'm <laughs> the one. They come from my brain. It's not thinking about you. Um, so instead, quickly uh, pivoted on that, and instead asked for your pickup lines from unbridled enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, I don't come very often, and I'll leave you feeling depressed after. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Just give them to me from social anxiety, then. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Corey, yeah. let's hear your first pickup line tour from Spencer's Gifts. I see you're perusing our selection of humorous magnets. Might I recommend this one that features two women kissing with the caption, Vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, and uh, yeah, I just remembered. Uh, uh, Mickey and I worked in a Dappy's. Uh, I'm not familiar. It's, it was, Spencer, was that kind of an it was Spencer of Gifts oh, sort of a okay. ho yeah. uh, holiday store. Gotcha. I think it was Dappy. Mm. Yeah, we worked together like 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered. Okay. Uh, oh, the subconscious. Um, and Tyler Kenny, your first of three pickup lines to or from Energy Efficient Windows. Let's go back to your place and save thousands of dollars in heating and cooling expenses <laughs> over the lifetime of your home because I'm energy efficient windows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just trying to make the world a better place. <laughs> One hookup at a time. Melanie, second time around. <clears throat> uh, unbridled enthusiasm. <laughs> you looking for a good time you're only remotely capable of experiencing because you're taking 200 milligrams of daily brain drugs? Call me. <laughs> I mean, it really puts the un in unbridled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just <laughs> takes the un off. Yeah, and it just, just bridles <laughs> the shit out of that enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> just chomp down on the bit. Your enthusiasm has been bridled. Uh, Spencer's gifts. Uh, oh man, can only hope it's the I. I I hesitate to say employee. Yeah, he's yeah. Well, you, we yeah. I mean, exactly. <laughs> he right. thinks he might be. <laughs> uh, second pickup line tour from Spencer's gifts. <clears throat> Perhaps you're in the market for something a little more scatological. Here's a book of 500 fart and poop jokes with a foreword by Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just when I think Spencer Gibbs, I just think of the uh, the. Well, oh. don't undercut what my yeah. last one. Uh, might we'll be. make sure that we don't have that. I'll, I won't <laughs> see if we were on the same yeah. page. <clears throat> All right, um, and maybe it wasn't Mickey, but a couple other people from the secretions. I know I worked at that shop with them, mm. so I'm not sure if it was Mickey specific. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm answering <laughs> questions. Um, Tyler, second yes. to or from. Uh, energy efficient windows. I'm not wearing any underwear <laughs> because I'm energy efficient windows. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought it might have been a 
double painting sort of a uh, nope. <laughs> gag? No. It's just who would put underwear on energy efficient windows? That'd be crazy. <laughs> Some <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Same weirdo that's got crocheted toilet seat covers connecting it all. Let's get to finishing up pickup lines because we've only got a half hour. Um, <laughs> Melanie, third pickup line to her from Unbridled Enthusiasm. Yeah, kind of figured out where it was going. Okay. I'll bridle your enthusiasm <laughs> because I'm into horseplay. <laughs> Damn it. Damn We're it. both sorry. Yeah. Okay. This oh, is but, why we shouldn't riff but you after stopped, each romp. You stopped me <laughs> from riffing on yours. I, I could have ruined that one too. <laughs> Old people novelty cards. Over the hill cards. Over the hill novelty cards. Dangly titties. No? No. no okay. No, All right. No. no. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Good thing you had a fourth. Uh, <laughs> Corey, your third Spencer's gift card. Enough of this idle chit chat. <laughs> Meet me by the black light posters, and we can discuss our favorite categories of anti pornography. <laughs> Do we have to limit it to categories? <laughs> There's so many, though. <laughs> He's Let's a man of all seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all just on three say futa and move on. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't. What what's happening? Uh, <laughs> Tyler, let's wrap up some pickup lines with your third tour from Energy Efficient Windows. You can slam your dick in me <laughs> because I'm Energy Efficient Windows. <laughs> or at least press against it. I don't know. I want to slam it. <laughs> Moving on. We're precariously perched on the uh, precipice of running long. Segment three, it's closing arguments. We are as, I'm sorry, as we've recently and crushingly been reminded, the justice system in this country isn't super great. Truth and facts and all that nerd shit doesn't really amount to hill of beans in the law offices of just win, baby. And so in closing arguments, your job isn't necessarily to change any minds or bring about any justice, but instead to simply convince the jury that your client might not be as bad as they might seem to be. Reasonable doubt is the name of the game. I'm putting weird punctuation and pauses in so many places. Uh, so let's hear your closing arguments, depending these fucking things then. Again, just wrong pause. I just didn't keep reading. Moving on. Uh, Melanie, let's hear your closing arguments in defense of, again, these things that are that some people might find bad. Your mileage may vary. Uh, <laughs> your closing arguments in defense of uh, walking in on someone who forgot to lock the public restroom door. Citizens of the jury, a bathroom door is like a kind of lottery. Will you find an empty bathroom, a locked door, or will you find a story? Sure, most of the time you find a socially acceptable bathroom. You also most times lose an actual lottery. But once in a rare while you find a preteen girl with horrible menstrual diarrhea desperately trying to hold the door closed from the toilet. Or you find two strangers having sex in a Dollar Tree. Or you even find a closeted queer having a nervous breakdown in the middle of their shift on the bathroom floor. Who in a panic does all the body movements to shield themselves as if they were on the toilet while fully dressed on the floor? And I'm not just defending walking in on someone who forgot to lock a public bathroom door because every single one of these things happened to me. The vulnerable idiot with likely undiagnosed neurodivergency who sometimes forgets the little things like locks and I'm trying to be okay with the unmitigated embarrassment of it all. No, no. I am here today defending walking in on someone who forgot to lock a public bathroom door because in those moments I enriched the lives of strangers with absolutely batshit stories for they too were also mortified and they too must laugh to cope so open doors with abandoned members and witnesses of this court I think I was going to write one more line and then I forgot to just <laughs> my client's fine <laughs> uh, I should apologize for uh, asking you on this show <laughs> <laughs> just so many things just seem to lead all, all roads lead to trauma stab <laughs> but you know what if you want to okay um, 
help yourself. <laughs> Corey Berenger. Yes. Uh, I I don't know. You might have feelings one way or the not, one way or the other uh, about this. Um, but let's let's hear your defense though. Uh, your closing arguments in defense of rap rock. Kick it. <laughs> Your Honor, my client has been portrayed by the prosecution as many things. Derivative, washed up, unlistenable. But we deny none of these allegations. What we object to is this notion that a subgenre of music cannot be allowed to bow with to bow as it sees fit. The prosecution claims that they are simply trying to make the world a safer place by outlawing rap rock. That no other subgenre is at risk of rolling, rolling, rolling into obscurity. But I implore you to consider that it is a slippery slope. And it starts with one thing this trial. <laughs> Next, they'll be coming for new metal. That's simply not a world I want to live in. Mm. Okay. Now I, I half wonder where you would have gone because new metal was my other thought of <laughs> <laughs> what to give you. So. <sighs> Everything's fine. What could they steal? Uh, <laughs> thank you, Corey. Thank you. You're welcome. <sighs> mm. It was a bad time. The yeah. late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some good. Is there? It? I think there's some good stuff that would be considered rap rock. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I oh. See, this show is bad for me, too, because it helps me remember things that I don't necessarily like. <laughs> Not as bad as any of that list. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I need to take it back already after saying it and after I say what I'm saying because this does not equate to any of that trauma. <laughs> but I remember um, when I heard rap rock um, from Better Than Ezra trying to remain re relevant oh, at the time. That's and it hurts. a bummer. It yeah. hurt. It yeah. really hurt. You know, the same as uh, preteen period diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> as far as the effect that it has on one's soul. I liked them. King of New Orleans. And so now they're, they're pandering. Yeah. It hurt. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's, it's this show. Um, the sliding scale of trauma. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tyler, let's wrap up closing arguments. <clears throat> and um, soon, maybe when we get to the fourth prompt, I'll uh, I'll unfold, I'll unfurl for the audience the uh, the theme that I accidentally gave Tyler. Oh. I don't know if, if he saw it <laughs> or no. Okay, well, nah. I just noticed it when I when we got there. Anyway, uh, Tyler, let's hear your closing arguments in defense of the dollar store freezer section. Ladies and gentlemen of the Zoom court, for far too long, we've all been under the thumb of big expiration date. You can't buy any food without dates and times barring the product design with needless ink. It's all a matter of record that it's all employed by the ink commission to create a population legally dependent on an endless flow of needless ink. We all know this to be true. I know it. You know it. And the Vietnam vet cooling off his balls in the dollar store <laughs> freezer section knows it. Is it any mystery... That just as people started using email instead of mailing printed letters, all of a sudden we simply must know when it's best to eat our <laughs> yogurt by? No. I contend it is no mystery. It is the oligarchs over at Inc. Inc. trying to get us to pay to have a needless date stamped on every piece of food we buy. And now is the time to send them a message. Them and all the fat cats at supermarkets who throw out perfectly good food in the name of an abundance of caution. What do you have to do to send them this message? Do you have to arm yourself, find out where they live, and visit atrocities upon them while their screaming family begs you to stop and you're dressed like a figure skater? Do you have to do that? Blood all over your bedazzled unitard? No, you don't have to do that. That would be crazy. All you have to do is shop at the frozen freezer section of the dollar store. From frostbitten peas to frostbitten burritos, it's clear as day that what they contain is things that you can eat. You don't need to check the date, and don't you dare. Don't cave in to that fear-mongering of our date-stamping overlords. My client simply wants to take the dumpster out of dumpster diving. And in its place, put an ex-con with a cash register. And what is so wrong with that? Getting food to people who want it? Is feeding people wrong? 
Is Mother Teresa a bitch for trying to feed people? Would you spit in her face and call her a bitch for feeding people? I'm guessing not. And I'm only guessing, I'm not certain. I'm just making an optimistic guess that you wouldn't punch Mother Teresa in the back of the head, call her a bitch, and spit on her rhinoceros-like skin. All just for feeding people? That's crazy. That's what crazy people do. And it would be crazy to convict my client. So for me, for you, for the frozen peas, and for Mother Teresa, and the ex-con, and also America, do what in your heart you know is cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would you? <laughs> would you push her down? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, thank you, thank you, Tyler. Uh, it's just it's pre freegan guys. It's you're you're paying for it before it's in the dumpster. It's just nothing wrong with it. <laughs> this came from people besmirching the good name of shopping in the in in the at least refrigerated section of dollar stores. Still good. Just don't buy a sliced cheese. It never melts. It's made of wax. <laughs> Segment four. Review it. <clears throat> at some point, I'm going to have to go look at the door. <laughs> Reviews are the internet world's way of guiding future consumers down the path of safe capitalism. These reviews, left long ago by Ugly Bumper 69 or Proud Cat Mommy 69, are here to light your journey through the present day decision making. Your present day, yeah, it doesn't matter. Reviewer, reviewers are heroes, is what I think I'm saying. And you can be heroes with Review It, where you're asked to give us your reviews of the following things in the styles of, the, of these specific outlets. Oh, one day my mouth will work again. Melanie Ford. You start this, and I'm going to go over there. <laughs> Melanie Ford, <clears throat> let's hear a Travelocity review for the world of the Candyland board game. The following are select reviews from some of the various tourist attractions in Candyland. Rainbow Trail. <clears throat> One out of five. This sin bridge is full of groomers. I haven't been, but I heard so on Twitter. Peppermint Forest. Uh, two out of five. It smelled lovely, but the mint wind really hurt her eyes. The resort sold goggles, but they were like $75. a total rip-off. Gumdrop Mountains. <laughs> five out of five. They looked like boobies. Peanut Acres. <laughs> two out of five. The sites were lovely, but I forgot my EpiPen. Acre Management insisted they were not financially liable, even though there was no mention of needing an EpiPen in any of the pamphlets. Grandma Nut. Five out of five. If she lives up to her name, she will let you nut in her because she's a grandma and she can't get pregnant anymore. Also, great saggy titties. Chocolate swamp. One out of five. It did not smell like chocolate. Vomit emoji. And that's been the collection of reviews. Oh, well, good. And I got back just in time for uh, saggy titties. Uh, and I don't want to know what that what happened in that chocolate swamp. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Melanie. Uh, next review. Um, I, I've been sitting on this one for a while, <laughs> and you seemed like the person for it. Uh, <laughs> Corey. I'm going to disappoint you. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. I'll use it again later. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> no. Um, uh, let's hear a Rolling Stone review of Munch's Make Believe Band. Okay, so this is a guest piece that was written by the eight-year-old son of the editor of okay. Rolling Stone. All right. This one time for my birthday yesterday, <laughs> we went to Chuck E. Cheese and had a party for my birthday. Mm -hmm. It was very cool and fun until the Chuck E. Cheese band started. They looked like animals, but they moved like skeletons if skeletons were robots. <laughs> The music was very loud, and I didn't like the music or their eyes, especially when they looked next to themselves without moving their heads, and their eyes looked very scary. When the band was done, I got to go play again, and I won lots of tickets, and so I got to get a red kazoo because they didn't have orange, and orange is my favorite color, but Cousin Tyler, who's 13, says, thir says that red is close enough, and on the way home, Mom said if I'm good all year, she'll take me to Sunsplash next time. <laughs> That's good. That's nice. <laughs> they are... Those eyes move a lot more than their head does. I hate, them. <laughs> I hate them so much. It's the side eye. It's it's the, when they look to the... like yeah. they, they all seem suspicious 
of each other. <laughs> it's horrible. Well, I hate it. I mean, they've been a band for a long time. A lot of shit's gone down. Uh, yeah. It's it's yeah. just it's Fleetwood Mac up yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> they've all fucked each other's wives. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> is what I'm saying. But it's stuff simmering. You don't get a you don't have a band leader named Munch, and expect <laughs> shit is not a l- little off. Ah, uh, um, all right. Uh, Tyler. Uh, I don't think we've done one of these in a little bit. So, uh, <laughs> and we all understand the platform. So, <laughs> Tyler, let's hear a next door thread about a neighborhood yard sale. What could go wrong? As a community, I think it's high time we raise the standards for what we deign to call a yard sale in this cul de sac. We've been sadly lacking, and I'm sure you agree. I propose a two pronged approach. One, more and better things for sale. Two, less gross things for sale. Selling a bag of pennies for more than their face value is not acceptable. Styrofoam peanuts painted to look like real peanuts, that's lame. A lawnmower full of broken seashells, that's inexcusable. At least clean out the shells, Pamela. How did you even lawnmow up so many shells? We're landlocked. This all falls under point number one, sell more better things. Are you really using your Peloton? Does your old iPad have some emotional connection for you? Does the ghost of your mom live in it or something? It's time to purge people, sell the good stuff, try harder. One of those hospice shower chair things with the toilet in it? Even if the sign says it was lightly used, I met your mom, Tammy, that thing was never lightly used. Even if her decline was in fact rapid, maybe she only blew that thing up a few times before she succumbed to the tumors, but still, I wouldn't call it fit for market. <laughs> this falls under category two, less gross things. No one is gonna drive through this gated community for a shower shitter. And Deborah, bags of brand new baby clothes? You never had a baby, Deborah. You just gained weight for nine months and then cried a lot and learned to cross the, oh my, I'm just putting together what that might mean. And my backspace key doesn't work. <laughs> I'm sorry. I would just take that part out. Just call me. We can do porch wine. Because you can drink again, girly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to rush to Deborah's aid. <laughs> <laughs> now you can drink again, girly. <laughs> no. Oh. Let's wrap up the program. With Department of Tourism, segment five. Quick! Before the next wave rolls through and nobody even bats an eye. I just, I'd read an article that there was, it's coming again. You know, you assume. Um, Get out there and see the world. Tour places. Tour places like there's no tomorrow. Because, brother, who knows? In Department of Tourism, you are the newly appointed tourism director of the following places. And it's your job to convince us to go, uh, to uh, it's your job to convince us go placers that's what happens when you write something and then don't rewrite it or, or reread it. Uh, that yours is a place to which we should go, be it for a day, a weekend, or just maybe even set down roots. Melanie Ford. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your guide to the, I guess it turned out okay, islands. Welcome to the, I guess it turned out okay, islands. As you probably know, we used to be the continental United States of America, (laughs) but everything got blown to bits so badly during the empiric collapse of 2027 that this concentrated landmass is now a bunch of small to mid-sized islands. And I guess it turned out okay. As you remember, we managed to convince the conservatives that life begins in compaction when the gunpowder is packed tight into the shell of the bullet, and that got rid of the Second Amendment. But we hadn't really thought that through, and it turned out they had a bunch of bombs and tanks and nukes, none of which require building bullets. (laughs) Whoops. But now we're a bunch of islands, and even though we destroyed Canada and Mexico in the process, I guess it turned out okay! I guess it turned out okay, Islands is technically a united set of lands, but we're pretty big into island rights here. The hope was that each island would have a court not made of, I guess it turned out okay, island terrorists, but well, not all the islands were successful there. But we brought back guns and abolished respectability politics, so I guess it's gonna turn out okay. (laughs) Come and visit the I guess it turned out okay, Islands, and participate in a small maintenance revolution today. Yay. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. 
Um, <clears throat> the more you come around here, the more I do feel like I am providing a service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to therapy in a year, so thank God for staff. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Oh, man. What's the... Is there a copay for that? Can I, <laughs> can I get my B quit on? No. <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. Uh, where can people enjoy more Melanie Ford in their lives? Yeah, you can find me all over the internet at Oops, I'm Non-Binary. Mm -hmm. um, all one word. Um, so that's Instagram, TikTok. I'm on Twitter now. Uh, much to, I, I, I shouldn't be, but there <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, yeah, I think that's everything right now. Okay. I don't. I don't have any shows so far in July, so because my usuals are are canceled. So um, I just heard about that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was gonna. Yeah. Whoops. No, it's fine. It's uh -huh. good. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll shoehorn you in there somewhere. For I'm sure. sure. Mm -hmm. um, oh, it is July now. Well, yeah. four war weeks. We'll see. <laughs> I like to space them out, but maybe sooner because <laughs> I'm not good at booking. Uh, anybody want to be on the show next week? Uh, <laughs> thank you, Melanie. Corey Berenger. Yeah. Let's hear your tourism guide for a little place called Epictropolis. Welcome to Epictropolis. We've got some totally epic things planned for this most radical week on the island. But first, sit your ass down and read the <laughs> Iliad. And yeah, we do mean actually read it, bruh. Yeah. There will be a test, and if you don't pass with at least a B minus, you won't get to snorkel later. <laughs> and you're going to want to snorkel, my good man. We've also got some bitch and go karts you can ride up the side of a fucking volcano. But first, you got to translate 10 lines of Beowulf from its original Old English. Mm. But want to know the best part of the island? The babes. <laughs> Nothing but 10s. And they're hella down for whatever. As long as you can recite anything from my Lord Byron. <laughs> Not gonna lie, these chicks get so wet for biting satire about the elevated stature of heroic verse. <laughs> but that shouldn't be a problem if you did the summer reading though, right broski? Right, bro. Anyway, got a jet. We're doing a dramatic reading of Paradise Lost. And I got dibs on Lucifer. Smell you later, brah. <laughs> Wonderful. Thanks. Wonderful. <laughs> Incorporating all ends of epicness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could have gone for some uh, some wakeboarding, <laughs> but maybe that's just my definition of epic. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Corey. Always wonderful. Um, how might people enjoy more Corey Berenger in their lives in person, online, yeah. however have you? Um, yeah, I do shows all around town and stuff. Um, and then you can uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Hunky Corey. And you can also follow me on TikTok, just at Corey Berenger. Mm -hmm. um, been having a lot of fun on there. So awesome. I'd recommend following me on there for the most fun, juicy content. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. Thank you for being had. Um, and let's wrap this up real quick so that we can attend to... It's an audience. That's nice. You have an audience. That's fun. Yeah. That's wonderful. Uh, Tyler, so I didn't, I was, I'm getting back to my tease that nobody cares about. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize that I had uh, subconsciously laid in a, a, a something of a theme for you if, when, I, when I went back to proof all the prompts before I sent them out. Uh, it's, just sort of, it's just sort of a domestic bliss. I don't know. Um, you got, uh, for your pickup lines, you got <laughs> energy efficient windows. Uh, closing arguments, dollar store freezer section, oh, yeah, so. uh, reviews, a next door thread about a neighborhood yard sale, and for your tourism, Tyler Kenny, uh, let's hear your guide to Ask Your Mom Sylvania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one hit close to home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm going to do this in my voice. <laughs> Did you shit? I mean, poop? Are you? <laughs> Are you sure? I'm going to check. Okay, you did. It's okay. Next time we'll just try to get to the potty, right? It's okay. It's just been a long day. Let's get you cleaned up. Oh, you want to go to the splash park? Well, ask your mom. And it's time to slip away to ask your mom, Sylvania. That's right. Let your cares melt away in that 30 to 60 seconds you buy yourself when your kid waddles off with this one single purpose, to ask his mom something. Will he even remember what it was? If he does, you might be able to stretch that into a luxurious 90 seconds. Imagine that, 90 seconds of blissful relaxation. 
You could look at your phone, or you could just stare off into the middle distance and imagine the other things you could be doing. Anything, really. Remember when you'd spend whole days at a coffee shop smoking hand-rolled cigarettes and drinking coffee, just laughing with friends like you were some kind of European? That was good. <laughs> Did you even know it was good at the time? You're snapped out of Ask Your Mom Sylvania and back into your stupid body. Mommy said to ask you. Okay, sure, buddy. Let's go to the splash park. Put your shoes on if you want to go. They're by the door. Your shoes are by the door. Walk to the door. Walk to the door and put your shoes on. If you want to go to the splash park, first you need to put your shoes on. And you'll be counting the moments until you get back to the void-like purgatory of Ask Your Mom Sylvania. But don't worry. We'll leave the light on for you. It's a gleaming orb of your youth. <laughs> Hit it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. Uh, I also realized in my, in my panic, in my rush, um, not that I know. I, it, um, I forgot to ask where people can enjoy more Tyler. I probably could have skipped this. Yeah. Oh, I got I got juicy content. Oh shit! Um, no, I, I don't. I don't at all. <laughs> Just dry ass non content. <laughs> now we got to keep directing people to uh, not a mess on SoundCloud before you take it down. <laughs> Tyler with songs on SoundCloud. Artist, not a mess. Enjoy it. All right, but now let's call it a program. Thank you all. That was the Stab Show. Uh, thanks for joining us. And, of course, a very special thank you to our incredible panel. Melanie Ford. I almost called you Molly Dome. <laughs> Corey Berenger and Tyler Kenny. Now, hey, you want to see this show in person? Maybe show up an hour before the show that you were going to come to so you don't sit in the lobby by yourself. <laughs> That's weirdly passive-aggressive, <laughs> but you can come out to the Stab Comedy Theater uh, Fridays at 7 or tune in on Stab TV on twitch.tv slash stabcomedy. 7 o'clock Fridays. That's where we'll be. Uh, but that's all we got for tonight. Thank you for joining us. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, saying so many things, most of which I probably won't regret later. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>